on this marvelous marvelous day i hope you're all doing well sorry if you guys won't be able to hear me i hope i'm loud enough i'm still getting my voice back i had a terrible week and last weekend because i've been sick with the flu it was not cute it was the worst thing that I've ever experienced. I felt like I was dying. I had one of those flus where both your nostrils are blocked. And I was bleeding when I was blowing my nose odd. My toes were sore and my foot was swollen. That was weird. And I was having nightmare and I had a fever. My whole sheets were wet when I would wake up. And I was hot as a pen. You know, like that's how terrible it was. At some point I thought, oh damn, I'm going to die. But thank God for all the remedies I I cooked up and came up with. They helped. The lemons actually helped smoothen my throat. And um, I bought a little box of hot toddy or teddy. I don't know how they they, they they pronounce it, but it's like African herbs, like t- with lemon. It's like menthol. Oh, it tastes like hell. That's all I can say. But it helps a lot, and it makes you feel better. Really. And there's like this flucon uh, um, pills that they they give out. Uh, those ones also helped a lot. You know, it got me to bounce back into not. I'm I'm not yet entirely myself. I'm still weak and I'm still just you know congested. But my nose stoles are like a little bit unblocked i still have the cough and if you do hear the cough it is not intentional i'm just not 100 percent yet and another thing i want to say thank you to everybody that still shares my podcast links on their whatsapp status and on their facebook and everywhere else i totally and appreciate and love you guys you know today i'm going to tell you guys a story a story i'm gonna be doing those things once in a while story reviews and tell you what i have a music to listen to but on the note you know i'm enjoying my new burner boy um album he has an album out african giant i love burner boy a lot you know i think he's like a legend so him having something out there it's like it's like everything to me right now all right (laughs) but anyways i'm enjoying all that and i'm going to enjoy it for like a while you know i'm still enjoying my lion king album you know drake i saw drake has something out but I didn't check it out yet, but I will. And you know, hot summer girl, <laughs> make the stallion with Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign. Yes, I'm living for it. Who gonna check me? Who gonna check me?
<laughs> but anyways, this story is going to be about a fakest friend that I had. That I used to call my best friend, actually, back in the days. So, I'm going to tell you how we fell out and how I found out she was, like, the freakiest human being I've ever met on this planet. Okay. Uh, This person was, like, we were, like, friends, like, sisters, you know. Um, Our parents chilled and shit, you know, played at our house and shit. So, we were, like really close let me say you know um, I knew all her secrets and old girl was like she had that innocent person face you know she she looked like a girl that didn't do bullshit you know but she was wild and totally different how she looked like but you know everybody else always looked at me that I was the troublemaker and then she was like the nice girl and I always get mistaken by that I always get mistaken by my face that I am the wild girl the messiest girl the um angry girl people say I don't smile you know people think I'm not kind you know they just look at me and they judge me you know but I'm used to that uh as long as I'm living my truth like I always say who gonna check me (laughs) okay so um this friend of mine we went to high school together we were like cool friends and then things started being a little bit shady why why I'm saying this uh you know This person didn't want me to, how do you say, prosper or look good or be this type of person that would actually, you know, seek or get attention from anybody. If she would see like a hot dude, like liking me and then she'll feel some type of way about it or if I just happen to be like good at something she would always discourage it and I didn't know how toxic she was to a point where I was just unhappy with a lot of things in my life because of her I started losing relationships with people just because of her she was like a toxic person you know she she couldn't keep friendships and she kept on losing them and I would lose those friendships too oddly so me and old girl um there was another girl who's like my best friend now Nancy she was chill with me she had an issue with that but I loved this girl this girl was like my hype man man this chick would say me she would be like yes girl yes you know those type of friends who just motivate you who are proud of you oh my wrist is so who are just like you know there for you and this is nancy she's my current best friend we've been best friends for a long time like we were friends in high school but I count those years and then we became best friends and till to this day we are inseparable. 
um okay so old girl you know I started finding out weird shit about her she was a freaky ass girl she always had money now let's start with her money she always had money every time imagine you're young and you always just have the bag she always had the bag she'll take us shopping always be eating fancy you would literally feel like you have uh, a blesser in your friend to me it was a little bit odd because even though her parents were well off i knew that they were not sending her that amount of money then i would always question her like where are you getting all this money she's like no i will let you know one day okay cool so um later on she tells me you know i have a sugar daddy then i didn't know how to feel about that but you know i'm that person i don't judge people i just accept you for you so i was just like you know do you girl do you cool later on um it's like she started like you know dropping hints like oh no you can't you have to start doing like me or she would make like i'll hang out with punk ass bitches like she would drop stuff like that like and i'm just like really like is that directed to me okay cool so uh when we got older a few years later um we got to be friends with other people and we were a cycle we were a cycle of friends uh and i'm still friends with these people they're like my crew now you know they're people i hang out with uh and one of those includes my best friend and you know um my other friends they're also like my best friends <laughs> so she invited me lexi one of my close friends and alex um uh, no no nancy and lexi and myself and this i'm not gonna mention this girl because we don't talk and if this gets out i don't want her to i know she knows i'm talking about her but i just don't want to say her name because some people might know her if i mention her name you know so yeah that's why (laughs) but anyways she invited us to a party and um we agreed so she was like, no, you guys have to dress really mature. Like, it's going to be a really decent party. It's going to be in the suburbs. And, um, you know, classic people are going to be there. So you have to look the part. So, okay. We were like, okay, cool. So we got dressed. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, we got dressed. We, like, dressed the part. Um, she got us outfits, she bought outfits and shoes, and we were slaying, you know. And so we went to this, and we drove, oh my god, we went to this fanciest location. Um, uh, I'm not sure if it's House Blake or whatever it is. But all I know is it had huge houses and we parked by a huge house. Um, when we got to the gate, 
to to the door to the gate the the, the guard open then we go to the door and we got wristbands like uh colorful wristbands so when we got into the party it was all chilled we we're having drinks and everything feeling fancy and then boom <laughs> and then boom um people were getting freaky and naked and people were having sex it was an orgy party guys I still get shocked out of my mind when I think about it. So here we are, the three girls. The now, old girl was on her knees doing her thing. Okay, she was not shy in the streets. Okay, she was getting it on. Niggas were old. The, the, the gentlemen that were there were old and things were just happening around us you you turn around you see this you turn my nigga I never seen shit like this in my life I it was the most uncomfortable situation ever and I've never been so scared out of my mind when you turn around, niggas are kissing. When you turn around, this is fingering. When you turn around, it's fucking. And it was life. It was like real life. You know, I have seen movies. I've watched Spartacus. I've watched movies where people found themselves in sex dungeons. And, you know, that's just the furthest thing I've ever been to this. So we started freaking out. We were all freaked the fuck out. So we ran to uh, the corridor where nothing else was happening. And we're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? We were giving each other those looks that what the hell is going on right now? Where are we? Is this real? Is this happening? So... We decided to bust out, but then when we got at the door, um, this nigga, who the guards were like, "No, this it's not time to leave yet. You just can't leave like that." Apparently, people sign documents before they leave. Then we were like, "What? Are you kidding me?" So me say this shit. I was supposed to say names, cows. I might go to jail. Oh, I might get sued. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, we didn't sign shit. You know, um, I'm a very outspoken person and I was in my ground. So we left after a little bit of uh, altercation that busted, that busted out, you know, because ain't no way in hell I was going to be in that situation. So we called up one of my friends and Alex. She came to pick us up. 
when we got into the car, nobody said anything the whole ride. Everybody was silent. It was just the three of us. Old girl, we left her at the party. When we go home, my mom was at home. But we, no, first, let me just get it into order. We got at the girl that came to pick us up, Alex, at her house. And her mom made us hot chocolate and all. And I spilled the tea right there and then because I was shocked. I have never seen anything like that in my entire life. I was so traumatized. I did not even sleep. I told my parents about it. I told my siblings about it because I was just like shocked out of my mind that this person that I've known for so long, I didn't really know them. And secondly, that shit like this happens in Namibia, in Wittuk. That blew my mind. (laughs) Yes, that blew my mind. So the next day, this girl hits me up. She yelling, I bought your shoes, I bought your clothes, I glammed you up and you embarrass me like that. You cause a scene like that. You playing with my bag. That is my money. What the fuck are you trying to do? I was like, so you were trying to recruit us. So you were trying to sell us to old niggas. So this is what you do with when you say you're going to parties. And then she's like, yeah, bitch. This is what I do. This is what I live for. She was talking like a true gangster. You don't play with my bread. When I see you in the streets, I'm going to fuck you up. And I was just like, ooh, 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 what? So, um, after a while, she reached out to me. And she wanted to make amends and actually recruit me. Now, she wanted to run the whole thing to me, how it works. <coughs> So this girl calls me up. And we go meet. I went with Alex. And then she runs the whole shit down. How they find the men. How they throw the parties. How they have these papers that they sign between these men. Men are married. Uh, it, it was crazy. It was a lot to handle. So when I rejected her gesture, we became sworn enemies really you became my enemy because of that that okay girl I hope it's giving you all the money in the world because I hear a lot of things in the streets and I hope you haven't caught it caught an ex an STD or even worse oh a child, child, friend, friend, baby girl, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm so glad that uh, I'm all talk, but no action. <laughs> that I have self-respect and self-worth, and that I love 
my body, that I love myself, and that I actually would never, ever do stuff that are so humiliating as a woman. I want to raise black queens, women that, you know, will respect themselves and self-worth. And I have to start an example. My mom was a strong black queen. She worked for everything she had and got. And that is me now. That is what I'm trying to be, like her, following her footsteps. And I want the next generation that I am going to give birth to to do the same to look at their mama saying she was no punk ass bitch she was a real ass woman that's all like if y'all bitches feel like selling your body is it baby girl it's not and you're not gonna get a nigga that's gonna respect you because you don't respect yourself There's a lot of things you can do to grind for. And that is just not it. That is just not it, boo-boo. Okay, that was... That was it for my storyline. My voice starting to... Clot. If that's appropriate to say. And I'm going to start coughing soon. I can feel it. (coughs) you see second cough so I don't want that to be a little bit annoying so um that was my storyline and now it's just a little bit too long so this this podcast is gonna be a little bit too long and that will be probably annoying to some people but I apologize I apologize disclaimer for a long ass podcast but I hope you guys did enjoy the storyline next time we're also going to have another storyline and it's gonna be a little bit tad 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 sad but yeah i hope you enjoyed this thank you for tuning in adios amigos